I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys Small Screen Scares, a mini-series where three cowardly friends discuss horror television. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watch The Haunting of Hill House, Episode 4, The Twin Thing. One of the saddest episodes. Yeah. This, this back-to-back, this and five, which oh. I guess we were talking about five, as a pairing. Yeah, well, it's a twin thing. Gut punch, two punches. Luke is, it's, it hurts so much to watch this. Yeah. Because for three episodes, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. And then you learn that he's not. Just no one believes in him. And the only person that does is Nell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, oh, and his mum. They're the only two that believe him. And even she doesn't totally believe him. Yeah. But Nell's the only person who believes him, and it's because of the twin thing. Yeah. Do you reckon, off topic slightly, do you reckon Luke wears contact lenses or he had surgery? I reckon he's got contact lenses. I wouldn't trust him to fucking put contacts in. I reckon he's had laser eye surgery. (laughs) Must have had it early in his life then, because he wouldn't have had the money to pay for that. I reckon they would have. Would have been drug money. Mm. Just thought that, because I just thought, hey, such a good little boy. Wore glasses, I wear glasses, respect. I reckon reckon, reckon he wears contacts. Okay. I don't, re- I don't reckon they gave it any thought. Well, here's the other thing. He just can't see shit. Yeah, he doesn't want That's to possible. see shit. Oh, that would be fucking what's good. What's following him? That would be all great. The time. All the time. That would be great. Just running into shit all the time. <laughs> it's better than ghosts. Better, better than, than ghosts. ghosts. I have another thing to pose to you. Maybe this is way too early in the discussion of this episode. But fuck it. Question. Yes. When he gets out of rehab mm. to track down... Uh, Joey. Joey. Yep. Does he actually find her, you reckon? Or is she Ooh. dead? I think he finds her... That was my reading of it, but then the final episode comes in, and I don't know anymore. I don't reckon he does. Hmm? I don't reckon he finds her. Sad. I think I think he thinks he found her. Yeah, because no one else really interacts with her except for him. Right. She sees her. Well, she looks over the shoulder. I don't. I'm just, and I, I only had this thought as we we're getting into this episode, and I was okay. thinking about it. So I don't know now. Hmm. But um. He just, just someone needs to believe in this boy and he would have been okay. Yeah, again, it's that, it's that heartbreaking thing of the parallels of the child him and the grown-up him. Like, even child him had a friend that no one believed in. Mm. And now grown-up him has a friend that no one believes in. Yep. Yeah. As well as we get that great beat where there is a, there's obviously quite a bit of redemption, I think, for, for Luke in this episode. Like, yep. you definitely understand him by the end of the episode. For sure. But obviously the scene we get in the first ep where he breaks in and steals the stuff. And it is not for drug money. No, it's to get a hotel because they can't get back to the shelter. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty full on. And that's the other heartbreaking thing is that when you meet him at that point, you think he's a piece of shit. Yeah. But this is actually, the f- he's been clean 90 days and yes. he's never got that far before. He's yeah. having success. He's yeah. having success. Yeah. And then even, I love the little parallel where he's walking around and he seems like he's coming down. He's got the aches and the pains yeah. and he's feeling sick yes. and feeling yes. like shit. But it's because he's... 
twin is dead. It's the twin yeah. thing. It's the twin thing. Yeah. The, you know, just the fact that they feel one another's pain yeah. just weirdly because they're twins and that's just a weird thing. The fact that, yeah, he it, it feels like he's coming down to the point where that's what Steve thinks. And that's, what the, that's what that woman thinks. But yeah. There's no drugs in his system. It's because his sister is dead. And do yeah. you catch him rubbing his neck throughout the whole yeah. episode? Yeah. It's in hindsight. It's so yuck. It's yeah. so yuck. And it's so good. Yeah. Like having like he, the symptoms he's having from his twin dying is the same as his drug addiction. Yeah. So, of course, no one's going to believe him. We mm. didn't believe him in the first three apps, you know. Yeah. It's, it's pretty brutal. And then you pair that with the bowl hat man. So, okay. Childhood Luke. There's the hat thing. He crawls under the bed. Yeah, yeah. That scene, right? So, what on a rewatch, seeing the floating mm. feet, I thought that looks a bit goofy. Okay, and I thought this isn't as effective this time. But then all of a sudden, he stops and comes back in, and I was like, Oh no, it is. Yeah. I'm a fuckhead. This yep. is hot. this is so scary. It's one yeah. of the scariest things of the show, I reckon. And he looks down under the bed. Terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just that brief thing at the start where he was floating, and I was kind of like, eh, "It's a bit dumb, isn't yeah. it?" But it's not. It's no, it's terrifying. It's awful. Just the stick, the cane. Yeah, making yeah. that. Tap, oh, that tapping sound. Yeah. Because it's the opposite of a jump scare. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just it's showing you everything. Yeah, really. You just got to wait because he doesn't. He doesn't pop under the bed. He slowly reaches under. Yeah. Slowly lifts up the covers. He slowly bends out. Like yeah. It's slow. It's excruciating. It's horrible. Torturous. Yeah. Flanagan, you <laughs> and, fucker. And is that the same night? Because he runs in and doesn't say anything to Nelly. I'm assuming that's the night when Nell's sleeping on the couch. And right. She's having the bent neck lady experience on the couch because she's not in the room with him. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. otherwise you would think, because those two are pretty on board with each yes, other. Yes. You would think he would run in and go, Nelly, under the bed or whatever. Mm. Isn't she in there? Well, if she is, then she's just asleep the whole time. Do you, I, th- I feel like you see her. Well, if you see her, then, then it's a bit... It's wild from him, understandable because he's a yeah. little kid. But he runs in and hides and lets his sister just stay out in the open. But then maybe he thinks he's protecting, like he's draw. I don't know. Oh, no, he's maybe, maybe. Oh, I don't think Nelly's in the room. I think that's the. I think it's the right. same night where she's down she's sleeping on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and it probably happens at the same time that they right. both have the little haunting experience. Yeah, yeah, true. Here's something I wanted to ask you guys about ghosts. Obviously, we've seen a few films where we get very scary ghosts. Yeah. What makes them scary? Like Bowler Hat Man is a great example where, like you said, there is like, there could be a goofiness about it. Like we talked about the Babadook in the Babadook episode where it was spooky until we saw the whole thing and it became a bit goofy. And I think the Conjuring movie is another great example where they're almost human, but it's that bit that isn't human mm. that makes them terrifying. And I can't really pinpoint how you make that transition from just a human to something that's close to human, but fucking God awful. I think you can't see the face. We'll get more into Nelly's bent neck lady in the next, in the next step, episode, I think. Yeah. But with this one, like, growing up, Luke, out on the street, and you see the bowler hat, oh, I think he's got his back to him. Yeah. yeah. It's basically silhouetted. Yeah. And it gets a bit closer, and it's further away. That's horrible. I think it's when you humanize the creature. Not that you humanize the Babadook. Right. But you get prolonged looks at his face, and he looks a bit silly. Yeah. With this, yeah. And the bent neck lady, when she's in the shadows, and you can just kind of see that it's just this, yeah. this thing. It's it's still a thing, not a human. Yeah, when yeah you show but I do the think features. it's. I think that still resemblance of humanity is what makes it horrific. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this human that's been deformed in some way. Like it's that un, un, uncanny valley thing. Yeah, it's like it's it's that dip in where you're okay with something until it looks just enough like a human that it's almost too human, but not quite enough like a human. Yeah, and like I think Flanagan and like again, Top Hat Man's a really great example where the floating. Is creepy. Yeah. The cane is creepy. The slightly elongatedness of him. The fact that he's so tall, his head touches the roof. Yeah, he's creepy. Even the bowler hat and costume is creepy. You know, is it the floating? Because it's the same with the bent neck lady when she floats over the couch. Yeah. It's just, 
It's a uh, a normalish. It's like it's it's a humanoid sort of form. Yep. But it's off. Yep. But you know floating. it's not human. They're floating. You can't float. Yep. Why is this thing hanging? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I think when it comes to ghosts, I got to just say quickly, Tom's looking at me. Tom saw what I saw. The minute you said the problem with ghosts, the wire, the flywire door on a set of doors outside has gone from being open to just sliding. Fuck off. It's done it again. Sorry, but that's a very deliberate push. (laughs) I don't like this. I think we should shut it down. I think we should. Let's move on from ghosts and talk about the family elements of this episode. I I had one more comment on ghosts, though. Get it out before the door door fucking slams open. That's rattled me to the core. Um, the, the most terrifying thing I find with ghosts is not like suddenly rushing at you or screaming at you. I think it's stillness. Yeah. And there's a few like that in this show. And it's, yeah, it's just the, the bowler hat man standing in the street behind Luke. Yeah. It's not yep. rushing at him. It's not grabbing him. It's and not doing And slowly anything. catching up to him. Yeah, it's just slowly there. Slowly catching Because even that's inhuman. Like yep. no human is ever really still or that still. Yeah. 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 It's unnatural stillness. Yeah. It's so, it rattles me. Yeah. Like that door did. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> What's really heartbreaking about this is you get that great bit after all the after he's had that awful night out, he's lost Joey. Yeah. He's feeling like shit and he calls um the center again and he has that phone call where he's just saying, I couldn't save it. Yeah. And then when Luke shows up, when Steve, Steve. shows up, before he's even told him it's Nell, he's crying and he's like, I couldn't save it. Mm. And Steve looks at him and it's like we assume he's talking about Joey, but it's like, is he talking about Joey? Yeah. yeah. Right. Does he know that Something's happened to Nell. Like mm. she's not okay. Yeah, there's a bit of both. It's it works for both. Yeah, it yeah. Works for and both. it would rattle Steve because he'd be like, "What the fuck?" Right? How does he know? Yeah, it's yeah, it's powerful. You also get this episode fills a lot of gaps. The next the next two yep. fill a lot of gaps just around the siblings. Yes, yep. but in particular, yeah, this you learn about how Luke's ended up where he is, how he's he's tried several times to to sort of get clean and get himself right and, and do the right thing, but he fucks it up. And then that his family are kind of and to be fair, like. He's an addict, so he's fucked them over heaps, yeah. and they've they've tried to help him. But yeah, yeah. At the same time, though, when he's actually, again, but no one believes him. When yeah. he's actually finally turning a corner and he's having dinner at Steve's place, and Steve's just a 
just an asshole to him. Yeah, and it's it sucks because it's like all you need in that vulnerable state is a little push, and mm. Steve just pushes him the wrong way. Yes, and it's yeah. such a cunt older brother up his own ass thing for Steve to do. Yeah, to and not realize the damage it. they're doing. Yeah. yeah, every little every little extra thing you get from Steve just paints a bad picture of everyone. Mm. <laughs> yeah. mm. It's just that bit. It's that line. I think it's this episode. That line where he's like. You love someone and they're a junkie. Those things aren't mutually exclusive. Like right. you're still my brother and I love you, but you're also a junkie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like you're also. And and it's this one too where we get. Uh, it's quite heartbreaking. Luke just desperately wants to be there for Nally's wedding. Yeah, yeah. And is this the episode where he's intercepted by Shirley at the front? I think and she shoves money at him. I, I want to say, him to say I'm pretty off. sure it is. It's either yeah. this one or the next one. I can't yeah. actually remember. She basically gives him money and says that's the last money you're ever getting from yeah. me. Yeah. And and it's also what's great either in this episode or the episode where that beat happens. Okay, we're we're doing our best. We're doing yeah. our best to remember episode by episode. <laughs> I did write notes because I was like, they're going to blur together, but they're all blurring together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that beat where early on when she's talking about the funeral to them and she's like, Luke fucked up the wedding. And you're like, oh, Luke, you fucked up the wedding. Right. You weren't there. But he didn't. But like, he tried. Yes. Yeah. But also at the, same, at the same token, he shows up and he's high and he's out of rehab and he's yep. not right. right. And right. she's like, yes, Cheryl sends him away and you watch it and you go, oh, that sucks. But at the same time, you look at it and you go, yeah, he would walk into that wedding. Nell will know he's high and right. it would break her heart mm, on mm. her wedding day. And the only thing she'll think about is that my brother's fallen off. Like, he's, yeah. he's gone backwards again. I mean, right. you could, I mean yeah, he, it's bad that he's there. He shouldn't be there. He's not in the state to be there. But it also breaks her heart that he's not there. Yeah. yeah. So it's... Yeah. But this is she where you're like, poor, you like, blame like Shirley, the show, poor Nell. Or you can blame Luke. But I mean, yeah. like, for Luke, yeah, if he's going to be there, be there all the way. Mm. Don't be high on the yeah. day, you know. Yeah, definitely. And that's, and that, look, and that's the thing is like, Yes, Steve treats him like shit, but it's like, how many times yeah. have they they've tried to get him through rehab? Right. Yeah. Would I have that patience? Yeah. Would I? Yeah, have that it's, yeah. it's relatable stuff. To yeah. be and it's and it's a lot of money, yeah. as is highlighted by that brilliant scene where Cheryl and Steve are like, "I oh, will pay for it." The guy says, "The lady says how much it is," and Steve's just like, <laughs> "Well, I'm out." Well, yeah, this is before Steve's hit it big with his yeah, books because yeah. I think Shirley says you can pay me back sort yeah. of thing when, yeah. When, yeah, when you become a famous writer you can pay me when, yeah. they're still friends yeah yes. and again they and that's the thing is you see them they, they want to help him and it's like you then see that dinner scene and you see that scene where he's like give me the iPad mm. I'll give you a hundred bucks and you see that and you go how many times have they done that right like, how many times have they been through this yeah so that there's no one left to believe in him yeah yeah like because you would think if you're in that situation and your brother breaks in and steals your shit you would react angrily. Yeah. So the fact that Steve doesn't, it's like, oh, it's happened. It's he's probably just, happened so many yeah, times. Yeah, he's just weary. He's just yeah, weary he's by it. Yeah. yeah. He's just like, I need what I've got on the yeah. iPad. You can take the other thing. Yeah. And like, oh, as always with this show, there were just so many shades of grey. Yep. Yep. You can't escape them. And like, which is great. Like, it's so hard to sort of, you know, you want your black and white, you want your good guy and your bad guy. But no, this is just a family who are all broken. Yeah. Yep. There's just shades of grey. You also get another terrifying beat, speaking of family, where you learn a great little fact, which is the counting the seven. The counting the yes, seven. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's great. The little Very soldiers nice. that he puts up to protect himself, which you never really got early on, but then he tells mm. Nell that, no, no, this is what I do. You go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and that'll make yeah. you feel better. And then you see him pacing while he's trying to avoid Bowler Hat Man, yep. counting the seven. And you're like, why seven? And then you're like, oh, that's so many members. That's, that's his family. Yes. yes. There are seven people in his family. I also read, so that's definitely obviously it, but there's also, if you count the number of steps it takes from him to get from his bed to Nell's, it's seven steps. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. That's, yeah. That's, that's fine. Really nice. That's just fucking <laughs> yeah. unreal. You have that heartbreaking scene where Nell's driving him to rehab and he makes her stop to buy him drugs. Yeah. That's fucked. That's it's, the next episode. Oh, is that the next one? Yeah, it's Bet Neck Lady. Oh, I thought that was in this nah. episode. 
It's nah. it's it's you, they talk about how Nell drove him to rehab this last time. Ah, okay, yeah. You don't see how that actually plays out until the next one. Mm. Uh, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's bad. fucking sad. And then there's also another scary beat in this one, or just spooky, which is the uh, runny air guys. Runny air guys, which it, which is one of those things you don't see. You just hear this guy talk about it, and it's horrible, and yeah. it stays with you. It mm. really does. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked. And then the last scary beat is, of course, the bowler hat has been following him. He finally turns around to look at the bowler hat and it's his mum wearing the hat. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, she tries to speak to him and it's very heavily implied that, well, one of them's come home. So yeah, time, yeah. yeah, time for the other one to come yeah. home too. And it's yeah. like, ah, oh, no. Yeah. 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 She Bad. just won't stop. She, she won't, won't stop. stop. Yeah. Well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you'd like to get into contact with us, tell us some other shows to watch, all that sort of stuff, you can email us at 3scaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney for 55. I'm at Awkward Trade. Stay scared, everyone. Just running into shit all the time. It's better than ghosts. Better than, better than ghosts. ghosts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.